is that guy. What is happening, Boxing Freaks? Welcome to another episode of the J and B Ray Boxing Podcast. We're back again for our third consecutive week. That is a record, folks. We wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't downloading. So I want to thank everybody who downloaded the last week's episode. That's why we're here. But not only because we're here, because of you. Fight week. Vasily Lomachenko defends his three belts. Well, two, because you count WBC franchise and, you know, whatever kind of bullshit we like to think about. He's defending his belts against the IBF lightweight champion of the world, Teofimo Lopez. So tonight, me and B-Ray will break down the fight, give you our prediction for this Saturday night. We got all the boxing news. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury over with? Pandemic literally made this fight not happen. Tyson Fury has opted out and will now fight someone else on December 5th, which is already a stacked fight weekend then. But again, folks, I don't do this by myself. I do have a co-host. He's a Sacramento bad boy himself. He's the, let's let's make sure Adrian Broner gets a title fight for $10 million fan club. He's the one. He's the only. B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray. I was born <laughs> What up, everyone? Third time. Look at that. Third straight week. Third straight week. You know, people can't say we don't love boxing. We love our we love ourselves in boxing when there's boxing news and there's been plenty of mm-hmm. other stuff to talk about, even though I called last week the shit show because it was just us talking shit mostly. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I'm also active, too, if... Uh... Because boxing's been coming back, so I was like, "Fuck, I do want to be you know posting shit again." And because yeah, well, it's back. It's back. It's back. Well, it's a big weekend. It's a big fight week, and it, and it has that fight week atmosphere to me. Even though it does, even though COVID and everything like that, it has that fight week atmosphere. And I want to say, you know, I know um, we usually do the predictions at the at the end, but I want to touch on this real quick, and I'll touch on it again when we get to that segment. ESPN has done a great job promoting this fight. Yes, they have. The Blood, Sweat, and Tears documentary. I just finished watching the final press conference between Teofimo Lopez and Lomachenko. They've done a tremendous job to hype up this fight so people can go watch it. Should pat us up in the back, really, for the people that were behind all this, man. Oh, they, they should continue with their blood sweat, and, blood, sweat, and tears. They should continue more with that. Well, for they, ESPN, they should. For top they line. should. I, I, can't say, I can't say enough. It's a... They did a great job with those documentaries. I, I saw it this weekend. <clears throat> great job. Can't can't mm-hmm. complain. I think Showtime DAZN should take take a little bit of a take some notes when it comes down to ESPN producing this fight because that's something that people don't people. I think not a lot of people know this is on free TV. This isn't pay per view. This this could have been pay per view, and it's not pay per view. It's on free TV. It's on ESPN. Mm-hmm. The way they're promoting it, it feels like a pay per view event it feels like a fight you're gonna pay 74 dollars with but they're not they're putting it on free tv it's probably gonna be one of the highest rating but boxing um i mean sports event this weekend coming up i don't see anybody else toppling it right now i uh, no, i there's no doubt when it once the, when the numbers come out i won't be my surprise really because yeah, it's be gonna be pretty good numbers 
All right, well, before, how was your weekend? How's your week been so far? All right, really. Nothing much new. We're still in the pandemic. Even though boxing coming back, uh, yeah, basically say coming back, we're still in this goddamn pandemic. So nothing much really new. Working. Same here. Same working as well. Uh, pretty much this weekend, I'm going to go watch fight at Esqueleto's house. Um, his dad's birthdays this weekend, so uh, we're gonna watch at his house. So we're nice. gonna do a we're gonna do a barbecue and celebrate and watch the fight. That's the plan for this weekend. Um, we work week has been tough. Um, people who are listening right now and listen to the Ramen Alcoholics, we're not having an episode this week. Um, we're taking a little bit of a break this time again, another okay. second break. So we're putting out the best of the Ramen Alcoholics podcast out this Friday. So exclusive, anybody who listens to the JMB Boxing Podcast and listens to my other show, there you guys go. Uh, there's no new episode, but I'm pretty much going to keep myself busy. I'm on vacation next week. So, and because I'm a homeowner, when I'm on vacation means I'm pretty much going to be doing housework. You know, I'm, I'm fixing up the roof. I'm going to be doing stuff in the backyard, garage. So right now, these last couple of days, I've just been prepping myself. So next week when I do it, I have everything here at the house. Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking nice. Fucking nice indeed. All right. So like I said in the opening segment, December 5th is going to be a big weekend for boxing. Uh, B-Ray, we talked about it last week. Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell is slated to happen December 5th. <laughs> Which it might move. <laughs> <clears throat> Which we heard it might. <clears throat> Excuse me. It might, it might move so far. Tyson Fury is slated <clears throat> to fight December 5th. What was the last time you ever saw something like that, by the way? You ever saw three fights? And I guess at different networks. The same fucking night. I don't. I want to say it's never been three fights. No, I want to. I, I want to say no. I want to say maybe there has been, but was it was it a big one? Like it's kind of like I don't know how do you put it in, in a way. Like was it well, just Spence Garcia's pay per view? So that makes sense. I would say big, but the other huge. two fights are yeah. So one fight is on pay per view, Fox pay per view. The other one's on ESPN, and the other one's on the Zone. On the Zone, yes. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't think HBO's ever gone when HBO used to be alive. I, don't, I remember them going head to head with Showtime, but never as yeah. a pay, never head to head as a pay per view event. No, never. So this is interesting. So hold on, let me pull it up right now. So CB Boxing, shout out to CB Boxing. That's some of the topics we're taking out from. It says Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell is reported to reportedly may happen in the afternoon U.S. time. So it will not clash with Earl Spence versus Danny Garcia. This is according to Steve Kim from ESPN. Now, B-Ray. We spoke about it last week. We said either Ryan's in a fight on a Friday or they're going to push his ass <laughs> push his ass forward. Well, it looks like this fight might take place in the UK and this might this fight takes place in the afternoon so it won't conflict with Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. That's kind of smart. Smart, but when you're uh, the future of boxing like Ryan Garcia likes to talk about, is it really good for him? <laughs> and his mind, I say no. I say and, no for him. I, I think that would hurt his ego. And you got the Gypsy King, the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, fighting that is slated because there's the is slated to fight December fifth in the UK. So we're gonna have two fights in the, in the afternoon, basically, mm-hmm. with Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia, Tyson Fury, whoever he decides to pick and fight, and then. In the late evening, you're going to have Earl Spence Jr., Danny Garcia. What's your take on this? It's, I mean, you had, again, last week we talked about Ryan Garcia's fight, right? 
with going up against Garcia and Spence. Now you're adding in Tyson Fury. That, again, is just like, you got to be shitting me, right? You sure no one's going to move? No one's going to move slots, time slots. No one's going to move days. Like, is, it, is this really happening? That's my reaction because I'm pretty shocked a little bit because I've never seen something like that. Head-to-head, two fights, right? Two different networks. We've seen it a billion times. But add a third one to it, I've never seen that before. Now, your honest opinion, which one's a big fight? Depending, no, I, I don't know. I'm, I doubt Fury's going to pick a good opponent, really, that's going to caught a lot of attention. So far, you got to give it to Spence Jr. versus Garcia. That's the fight. Now, is it a lot of boxing for the, for the general casual fan? Because you know ESPN is going to promote this, is going to promote Tyson Fury's return to the ring during COVID right now. Yeah. It's the next big thing because, you know, he's the lineal champ. Yeah. The zone's going to push as much as they can push down our throats about Ryan Garcia taking the challenge about fighting Luke Campbell. And we all know Fox is going to put their machine behind promoting this pay-per-view event. Which I'm sure they will do a good job. And my money and my money goes to the biggest fight that weekend will be Earl Spence versus Danny Garcia. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be because I, who who can he choose really that can be like, ooh, no, nah, that's the fight I want to see. Tyson now, Fury. As a boxing fan, I love it. It means it is. It means that weekend I ain't making plans. I'm gonna tell my wife we don't got shit to do. I'm not. Right? Do, I'm not doing no yard work. I'm not doing shit. Don't invite the family. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, the, the night before I'm going to go buy a shitload of beer mm-hmm. enough for me to fucking drink to open from the <laughs> afternoon until the fucking, until the late night be drinking. I agree, man. That's I, a lot of boxing a, to watch that night. As a boxing fan, I'm down to watch it. Now I know that I complained. I don't know if I complained on this show or on the, I think it was on the Ramblin' Alcoholics where I watched. From I think it was when when UFC went to Dubai and I think we were I think we ordered the Jorge Masvidal versus uh, oh my god I forgot the guy's name the, I was watching MMA from like the afternoon to late night fuck and I was already like oh my god I was nauseous already now I'm not an MMA guy I'm assuming for all the MMA fans that were watching that they fucking loved it hey, I'm sure they having loved it. that they were shit heaven. yeah they must have been in heaven having that shit on. From the afternoon to the evening. Well, so all the MMA fans who listen to our show, we're going to experience that on December 5th. <laughs> now, I know I shitted on Ryan Garcia last week. You know, I may have been drinking. I shitted on him. Whatever. Write me a fucking angry letter. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I'm still going to watch the kid fight because I want to see how he's going to do it. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. I've been yeah. I've been very skeptical of Tyson Fury. I give him all the credit for the de- 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 for defeating Deontay Wilder. We all know he's probably not going to pick a dangerous opponent. It's going to be a stay busy fight, but I'm still going to watch fight. it. A mm-hmm. tune up, but I'm still going to watch it. And of course, I'm going to watch, and I'm going to order Earl Spence versus Danny Garcia. To me, as a boxing fan during COVID. This is the type of weekend we want. Oh, fuck yeah. Especially that we've... Well, how many months have been gone? I think since, like, what? March, April, right? It stopped, and then they came back occasionally. Like the last June, pay- July. What was the last pay-per-view? Wilder versus Fury? 
I believe it was Wilder. Yes. Holy shit. For this year, 2020, so far, yeah. That was the last one before, of course, uh, the Charter Bros came in. But you're right. Wilder versus Fury 2 was the bet, last pay-per-view fight before the, the pandemic, right? But the last big fight. That was the last big fight. Big, big the, fight? Yes, that was that fight. No Wilder disrespect, versus Fury 2. No disrespect to the Charter Brothers. It wasn't a big fight atmosphere. This weekend coming up is a big fight atmosphere. December is. 5th is going to be a big fight atmosphere. The Charlo Brothers pay-per-view event was not a big-time app. Like, you, you weren't hyped for that fucking pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped for this fucking event happening this weekend. I the, too. At Lightweight. I'm going to be hyped for December 5th for uh, Fury, Ryan Garcia, and Spence versus Danny. I'm hyped for that fight. I am too. I am too for this one, man. I really can't wait. I mean, this is, gonna, this is a really exciting month. I was in the next two months, this month, and in the month of November, and in December. It's going to be fucking great. I can't wait. I can't wait. <clears throat> again, especially that, again, especially that we've been in this, um, this pandemic oh. and the fight. Yeah, and, and there, were, there were no fights. Now these big names are really coming back now. I'm, That's what excites me. Well, I, mean, I guess you want to call them big names, but you yeah. know what I mean. The guys like the Spence, the Danny Garcia's. Well, they're coming back. They're gonna fight in Texas. They're gonna fight in you know Jerry's yeah. world. Yeah, that's they're what they're fighting. Texas, yeah. the, um, AT and T, AT and T, right there. I was about to call it the Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> I mean, for all the old school people that know, right? yeah, it's Cowboy Stadium. Right? The Cowboy Stadium. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, they're coming back. They're doing their thing, and I think it's gonna be attendance. Same thing. I think everything, everything moving forward, it's gonna be small attendance. Like this weekend's yes. fight. This weekend's fight's gonna have uh, people there. From what I know, I don't know if it's changed. But I, I think I've, they're gonna. I, I think mean, they're gonna have the firefighters, right? Back and forth, I've been hearing about it. About yes, they're having fans. Then they're saying no. Well, I heard. So the, I, I know no more. They weren't gonna be fans. They were gonna award the not award, but they were gonna treat the people that have been fighting the fires the last couple months. They were gonna be hey, yeah. you know, for all your for all your service for stopping these fires, here come fly to Vegas, sit down in a in a uh, in a COVID free environment and watch this fucking lightweight fight that's fucking sweet that's what i heard i don't know i haven't heard any different i know when this episode gets released if we're off ladies and gentlemen this below the description episode is all the places you guys can find us on write us to correct us but as far as i know i know that the, the firemen are going to be in attendance for this fight mm-hmm. no, and no, I, I heard about that too but then i kept hearing no no fans so again i'm, I'm hearing back and forth sources yeah and then leo santa cruz Javante uh, <laughs> Davis is also going to be a live attendance. You know, not a lot, but it's going to have people there at the Alamo. Dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward, I'm assuming Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, Tyson Fury versus who the fuck ever, and Earl Spence versus Danny Garcia has already been confirmed. Those are going to be fights with a crowd. With not, a crowd. A, not, not a large 15,000 seat crowd. I heard, I heard like maybe 10,000. I kept hearing. The fuck? You're going to have 10,000 people sit there? Uh, that's, what, that's what I keep hearing around around that number. Again, just just bunch of rumors. <coughs> just throwing out number. Like, throwing that number. Yeah, what the the rumors are saying like, oh, that's the amount we kind of want at least ten thousand people. Yeah. All right. So let's move to the next topic. I know we were talking about last week, and like we kind of think we threw it out there, but it's official. November twenty seventh, you're gonna have a super middleweight fight, Danny uh, Danny Jacobs versus Gabe Rosado. Bire, what's your take on this fight? Rosado. Rosado's been asking this for months. Did you see that video? We, they they start arguing with each other, and it was uh, yeah. it was during the time that Jacob was getting ready for fight Chavez, and he's like, yep. "Hey, you know, 
Thanks for stepping in. Because I guess Rosado was supposed to be a reserve in case Chavez fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Like, you were supposed to be that reserve. Like, hey, Chavez fucked up. You have to be here. We're going we're gonna to pay you to fight. But just know that he may, this guy may not be your opponent. Jacobs might be in case Chavez fucks up. Yeah. And they got into tough. it. You know, he called him, you know, J- um, Rosado called uh, Jacobs corny. Some fake shit. Um, what's your take on it? I'm very excited for this fight. You can tell these guys don't like each other. Unless it's a show. If it's a show, they're doing a great fucking job. But they don't like each other, man. They really don't. So when I heard the announcement, I was like, fuck it. I'm putting in to watch that fight. Because I've seen the videos. Rosado's been calling him out. Rosado's been calling him out. Rosado's been talking a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Jacob has been like, all right, fuck it. You know, back it up on November 27th. Let's get right. it on. Did they say the weight limit? I don't know if I saw that. Well, Jacobs isn't fighting a middleweight. He's fighting a super middleweight. And I think Gabe yeah. Rosado's fought his last couple fights at super middleweight. So it makes sense, super middleweight. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard much of Rosado. That's why. Because I didn't know what weight class he's fighting. No, Rosado's fighting super or... middleweight. No, he's fighting super oh, okay. middleweight. I think the last fight he fought a super middleweight. Not... Again, if I'm wrong, folks, below the description is episode. Yeah, but just, just write this. <laughs> Let us know. Um, I like this fight. Rosado is a sturdy fighter. We saw how he was, uh, how sturdy he was against um, damn Triple G. David Lemieux, oh, shit, he's a cagey man. fighter. Danny Jacobs hasn't looked good. You know, I don't really give him too much credit for the Chavez fight. You know, anybody with good boxing skills can look good against Chavez. Yeah. So, Gabe Rosado is the type of guy that you have to be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. You can't go in there fucking around. You have to be in, on your game because Gabe Rosado is that type of guy that if you're not on your game, He's going to give you a hard fight and a tough night. So I like yeah, it. So don't take him lightly. Yeah, you can't take him lightly. So you I think it's a, it's a good fight. There's animosity, so that even fuels it even better. There's that type of, like, I want to shut this guy up. Remember 27th, man? Is that right after Thanksgiving? <laughs> Is it? Holy shit. Let me check. I, I just realized, like, if it's 27th, that's a Black Friday. That's very interesting. Damn, that's there you right go. after Thanksgiving, man. Eddie I'm thinking about fires. Eddie Hearn, where are you going, Black Friday? Oh, you're going to, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Santa Barbara, yeah. Okay. see mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can, there you go. Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday, I'm taking the fire stick, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this with me. We're going to watch this fucking fight. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's. I like the fight. I really like the fight. I think it's a good idea. It's a... It's a, it's a stay-busy fight for both of these guys. More Jacob. I think Jacob needs that... Uh, Yes. You know, because I think yeah, he wants to get that bad taste out of the fans' mouth after the Canelo fight. Does. And I think this is going to be – and I, I hope – I know that people don't like to get too excited. What's what I'm looking for? They have high expectations, but I, I really look – I see this fight to be a pretty good action fight. Oh, yeah, I, I think so to too. That. Hope to see a good action fight. I think it will be – I think it'll be a rough, tough. I don't know if it'll be an action fight. I think it's gonna be a rough and tough fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an ugly fight. That's what I think we both. All see. I think both guys are gonna land some shots. I think both. Yeah. One, I think for sure Rosado's gonna be bleeding. There's no fight that he's Oh, not for sure. But I think it's gonna be one of those tough fights. I think it's gonna be I a rough and tough it. fight. It's gonna be a. I think it's gonna. If this is a ten rounder, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. If this is a ten round, I think this goes to full ten. I don't think. I don't think this ends by knockout. Fuck. <laughs> it either goes a distance or 
Steve, something, some freak. Somebody, somebody's gonna go down. Yeah, so that's how I think about it. All right, let's move to the next topic. So it's gonna be a little bit of short topics. We're gonna so we had we hit what we hit. This will be the last topic before we get into the main thing. But B Ray, it was reported four days ago that the contract between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury has expired. And this would leave Tyson Fury the option to leave and for fighting the new opponent. Some people saying he might do an all-British unification with Anthony Joshua. But as far as we know, Joshua is tied with Pulev later this year. Yeah. What is your take on this? That Bob Aram has come out and said, we had to leave. They changed the date three times. The contract expired. Fury wants to be busy this year. So we're moving on. We're, he's, done, he's done waiting for Fury. He's done waiting for Wilder. We're moving on. It's very disappointing, really, because I really wanted to see that, that trilogy, that rematch. But, if uh, again, if they keep changing it and they're disagreeing with it, I guess I kind of understand why they're moving on. And, and you know, Fury, right, Fury, I understand Fury. He wants to stay busy, right? He wants to stay busy. He hasn't fought since February. So, of course, he wants to fight right now as soon as he can. But, but I haven't heard anything from Wilder yet. Here's my thing, B-Ray. Yeah. They were supposed to fight July 19th. Yes. That was the uh, plan first. You, you know what happened, right? You know what happened? No. What a, happened? a fucking pandemic hit the country. There's a whole world. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> so when are you going to fucking make this fight? Huh? Then, this is the thing that pisses me off. Because I, I keep seeing on social media, like, oh, you know, he fucked up, he fucked up. Whether Deontay Wilder's people fucked up or not, let's get this simple. Let's get this out. The pandemic hit. We don't know what the fuck was going to happen. So of course, the July nineteenth fight is going to get scrapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I guess we had December fifth, and I think the other date was going to be December nineteenth. I think it was November. They moved it. Is I it? I don't think it was November. I think it was both fights were going to happen in December. Okay. That I heard. Well, maybe I'm thinking another fight, but okay. No, it was. It was so they moved the fight to December fifth. Then they said, no, let's move it to December 19th. Both parties agreed to do December 19th. Bob Barham, in an interview, and I, I forgot again with who, said, everyone agreed we were going to fight December 19th in the Raiders Stadium. The networks decided not to. Fox and ESPN said no because we're going to have football. College championships are happening that week. There is no way possible we want you guys to compete against the NFL and college football. We cannot have it done December 19th. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Bob Arum, Bob Arum is saying, well, Deontay people fucked up because they kept moving the day and expired. But then in another statement goes, well, we all agreed December 19th, but ESPN and Fox said no. Then what the fuck are you supposed to do? <laughs> the fuck are you supposed to do? You gotta wait. A contract's a contract. Then you extend that motherfucker till next year, twenty twenty one. So you're basically trying to say, like you said, contract's a contract. Obliged to it, motherfucker. Stay true to the contract. That's that what you're saying? Yeah. Stay true to the contract. <laughs> especially this. Especially this. Let's get this. Let's get this plain and simple for everyone out here that talks about like, well, you know. Wow, there's people fucked up. A word 
let's not forget that three years ago, nobody knew who the fuck Tyson Fury was. He was some fucking bloat around the corner drinking, fucking smoking, and doing all the shit. <laughs> sounds, like the, sounds like the cult of Randall. <laughs> cult, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was only until a guy like Deontay Wilder told him, get your shit together, and I'll give you a shot at my title. Then everyone decided to jump on the, t- on the fucking gypsy train. I see where you're going at with this. He gave him a shot at the title. Gave him a shot, yep. It was a draw. Wilder could have walked away and took another fight. Instead, said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back and let's get this done. Because guess what? There was a rematch clause. That because the fight ended in a draw, the contract null and voided. Because there was no wording on a draw. Yes, I, and I do remember he wanted so, that fight next. But So, so Wilder, then, wanted, uh-huh. then Wilder said, hey, let's do the fight again. And don't worry, we'll do a 50-50 split on the second fight. Wilder didn't have to. Wilder could have walked away, took to Ortiz fight, took a couple other fights, and waited for fuck, waited to waited for the outcome between Ruiz and Joshua. Instead, yeah. he agreed to a fight and signed a contract and agreed to do a trilogy with Tyson Fury. Agreed to do a trilogy with Tyson Fury. He didn't have to. How many times in boxing have fighters? Backed away after after a, after a fight like that when they had a draw. Wilder didn't have to. No. Because let's be honest, Wilder's a fucking draw. He is. I know people are going to fucking yawn and throw some shit at the phone and be like, you don't really know what you're talking about. Fuck you. Wilder's a draw. Because <laughs> nobody knew who the fuck Tyson Fury was after the Klitschko debacle. He faded away. He was a has-been. No one believed in. No one believed in him. <laughs> what do you say? The people who the fuck was uh, Anthony Joshua? I mean, I'm sorry, uh, um, Deontay Wilder. Who the fuck was he? Motherfucker built himself up from fucking knockouts. <laughs> what did he say? What other than that? What does he? What does he have? I heard of that before. That's all he is. Just a knockout. But he person. built his career. He did. He became a star. People tuned in to watch him. There were memes of him. He became a meme. We talked about it one of our episodes. <laughs> The guy became a meme, especially when he fought Severi. <laughs> My thing is this. Honor the fucking contract. If it expired, be a man in your word. This is the guy that gave you, that resurrected your career. Okay, but what do you say, again, what do you say to the people who are like, well, he needs to be busy. doesn't want to be rust. rusty. Fucking wild is going to be rusty too. Now I get it. I get it. He's been out training. He's probably trying to he's probably trying to keep busy. Maybe the temptations are whispering in his ear, hey, come on. You know, have a have a sip of whiskey. Maybe maybe the drugs are calling, hey, come on, snort this shit down your nose. I don't know. But the man resurrected your career. The man gave you a second crack at the title. The man agreed to fight you on July 19th. He he activated the rematch cause immediately after the loss. He agreed to December, July 19th. Guess what? Coronavirus hit. We had to postpone it. We agreed to fight December 5th, then decided to do another one and said, let's do it December 19th. Again, all parties agreed. And I'm not lying. Look at the article. Click on the recent article, the recent interview that Bob Arum did. He said, all parties agreed to December 19th. The networks, ESPN, Fox said no. So that gives them, they gave them an excuse to leave. 
well, you know what? They said, no, Fear, you fucked up. The contract's expired. How the fuck does that expire? It's not on his watch. He's down to fight on December 19th. The networks ain't going to fucking pay you the money to fight on December 19th. So as a fucking man, you should be, you know what? Fuck the contracts, mate. Let's redo another contract. Let's fight next. Let's fight on the, um, on the 21st. Yeah. You know, like, fuck it. You gave me a shot, champ. I'm going to give you a shot. Bob shut, your old ass. Bob, shut your old ass up. Send them another contract. Let's extend this shit. But, you know, speaking of contracts here, too, I mean, I do remember Fury mentioned this in the summer. Didn't he? It wasn't on Instagram saying that, hey, guess what? I just signed basically a sign a contract, a great to a fight with a unification fight against Anthony Joshua. I think it's just hogwash. I don't think he fucking signed anything. Now they're coming back by saying, oh, we're coming up with a deal. But didn't you fucking say you signed one? That's another part, too. That's Look, another part where I go, what the fuck? Okay, you're not you're, – you're, you're saying this, this contract expiring against Wilder, but you're saying that you signed a contract fighting Anthony Joshua. I think, I think it's top-ranked promotion trying to build this fucking – what if we said they're on Lomachenko's dick and they're on Fury's dick going, oh, he's the lineal champ. The lineal champ. Oh, he's, he's, one, he's one of the best. Hasn't been fighting in how, how, how long? He fought Otto Wallen and I forgot who the fuck else. Which he, which he wants to fight him next because he felt like he did way better than Wilder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I'll that? give him credit, he did do better than Wilder. Fucked up uh, his eye. So moving forward, Shelly Finkel, the manager of Deontay Wilder, said in reacting to the Tyson Fury, and I quote, Shelly Finkel and Deontay Wilder's reaction to Fury moving forward from the trilogy, and I quote, I spoke to Deontay on Monday night. All Deontay wants is to fight Fury. Anytime, any place. He is disappointed. We'll see what happens in the next couple days. So they admit, you know what? We agreed. Yeah, the contract expired. But why not be like, hey, let's extend the contract? Mm -hmm. I agree. Extend it, dude. Instead of fighting in December, fight in January or February. I agree. Like you said, February, perfect. One year. Yeah, exactly. One year after that fucking moment, yeah. Now what? Is Joshua fighting... Joshua fighting what? Uh, Pulev, right? Yeah, fighting Pulev. When is that fight? I'm trying to fucking find it. I I don't much remember. I I, I do remember you saying that to me, and I just responded with the uh, emoji of a guy, you know, sleeping. I didn't give a shit about that. Yeah, I can't find it either. I'm trying to look for it right now. I'm trying to remember if it was in... uh, yeah, let me check. I'm pretty sure December. I want to see December. I want to see uh, December sure. too. I want to see December as well too. But, but okay, Tyson Fury moves moves on. Okay, he's gonna move on. Whatever. B Ray. The rumors are he might fight either the former uh, champion Prince Charles Martin or Michael the bo- uh, the Bounty Hunter, which is called <laughs> Michael Hunter. What are your thoughts on that? He's gonna fight at least guys in the top fifteen in the WBC as a Again, quote unquote tune up. No tune up fight. It's not. It's kind of whatever, really, with that because really the fights we wanted to we wanted him against is fight him against is of course mm-hmm. either the rematch with Wilder, unification with Anthony Joshua. Fuck, maybe why not? You know, uh, Luis Ortiz, maybe, okay. Andrew, you know, Andrew Ruiz, a tune up. But a tune-up. Does he really need a tune-up? 
You look according, great. According to him, yes. According to him, yes, because he feels like, well, it's been almost a year, so he feels like, well, why not just have one fight, one, two, no I've, fight. I've already been training. There's no point in me wasting this training camp. Let me fucking fight somebody. So is Wild? So would Wild be okay with with getting a tune-up? Do you hold on? Hold on. Do you think the re, do you think if Tyson Fury is allowed to re, to do this tune-up? Do you think they go back to the drawing board and renegotiate a new term for the third fight between Fury and Wilder? They might. Is there a need for a third fight? Wait, is a need for a third fight? Fuck yeah. Well, what about the fans? They go, well, you know what? It was a drop. We all know Fury won the first fight. And, of course, the second fight, it was, you know, landslide victory. Fuck what that. You got you know, I, that to me, like, like, like you said in, a few minutes ago, fuck you. You do the third fight. The third and final fight. <clears throat> now, here's the funny thing. <clears throat> they, the people are going, well, you know, fuck that. The, they shouldn't be a fuck these contracts. Let Fury do what he wants to do. If he doesn't want to fight Wilder, he doesn't have to. You know, he beat him the last fight. He doesn't really have to eat. He beat him so easily the first time. You know, he beat him so bad the first time. He doesn't need to do the sec- uh, third fight. Are the same people that said the exact same thing when Andy Ruiz wanted to leave and get a tuna fight before he fought Joshua the second time. And everyone goes, well, no, a contract's a contract of a contract. You, you have to oblige to the contract. There's a rematch clause. You have to abide to the contract. A contract's a contract of a contract. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember that. That was, just, that was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? I remember, I remember that. So, the same people out here bitching that saying, you know what? Well, fuck the contract. He fucked up. They, you know, fuck it. He don't have to fucking fight him. Fuck the contract. Let him do what he wants to do. Are the same piece of the shit crying when Rui, uh, Andrew Ruiz said, well, if they're not going to pay me what they're going to pay me, then I'm just going to go fight someone else, you know, until we settle this shit. And what was everyone's outcry? No, a contract's a contract. You promised. You signed. Uh, he's enacting his rematch clause. You have to do it. And blah, blah, blah. Don't tune up. There's no need for a tune-up. You got to give Joshua his rematch. He'll take you to court, yeah. He'll take you to court. So what's going on? Why aren't you giving the same energy here because you're all tribal. Boxing fans are tribal. That's why. That, it must be. It must be, man. Because, again, you're right. Every, everyone's just, uh, yeah, everyone's just jumping on that, saying, that, yeah, well, we, oh, well, it, it, it expired. We keep changing the date. Fury has every right to just leave it. When you put, but when you put it that way, man, it makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Fury owes that to Wilder. I feel he does. He owes it to him. He owes it. He owes it to be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Contract expired. Just make a new deal. Same deal. We'll just extend it. That's true. Because, because again, going back, man, he, when he, whatever, I guess he retired after beating Klitschko, right? The, one of the first times we saw him back was that he was, you know, talking shit with Wilder in the ring. Not even Eddie Hearn and Joshua wanted to touch him. Wild was no, the one that said, hey, come over, we'll fight. Yeah. They made fun of it. Like, oh, he's nobody. He's, he's a has-been. He don't got nothing left. Now Joshua's fucking chomping on the bits. Eddie Hearn is chomping on the bits to get this unification and this all, you know, all British unification matchup. Yeah. What do you say if they end the fighting, Joshua um, Fury? And they basically shut out Wilder. 
Wait, wait. So if they fight, you say? Yeah. Let's say. Let's they say. Let's say Fury decides. You know what? I don't want. Um. Let's say Fury decides. Call it here. And, hey, I'm wanting to wait. I'm willing to. I'm willing to set aside my fucking uh, my tune-up, quote unquote. If Joshua's willing to set aside and pay our pool if to move to the side, and so we, me and you, me and uh, Joshua can go head to head. Oh shit! <laughs> what do you think of that? And of course, you know they're gonna shut out Deontay Wilder from this. They are actually. What do I think about that? Oh my god! I want to see that fight. I do. But again, part of me is like, fuck that. Wilder deserves one last shot with Fury before you guys can make that, you know, make that fight happen, to make the uh, negotiations happen. But if it does happen, then like, so fucking be it. I'll be excited to see that fight. But Wilder should get a shot first. I think Wilder should get a shot, and I think Andrew, we should get a shot at Joshua again. That's so true. Where's that third fight, by the way? It's a good question. A rematch is a rematch is a rematch. <laughs> Where is that rematch, by the way? Why is it Andy Ruiz not pushing for that? I think Andy Ruiz wants to get a, I think, assimilated with the with uh, Reynoso's and that see makes how, sense. How they're a good fit. That probably makes sense because I'm pretty sure if things go well, he'll ask for a rematch. Yeah, I think so too. But all right, B Ray, let's move on. <laughs> So we gave our take here, folks. We kind of been wasting your time to get you to the main event. You guys put up with the undercard. It wasn't a guess. It wasn't a good undercard, but the main event is. So, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday night in the in the ESPN top rank bubble, in the MGM conference room, you're gonna have the unific the undis- well. You can either say undisputed or unification. We'll talk about it right now. Tiafimo Lopez, Vasily Lomachenko. These are our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Pain. Give me pain. You know, I saw that movie a couple days ago. Oh, did you? Rocky Three? <laughs> yeah, they had it on um, BBC America. Oh, BBC America. <laughs> I was like, Can Classic I movie. Classic. I always, I always feel that Clover Lang show won the second fight. <laughs> I was putting so money down on that fight. Wait, you better not Rocky three. <laughs> what? No. But <laughs> no, what? Talk. You, you know, tell you... me you bet on Rocky three. <laughs> yeah, you better tell me you bet on Rocky three. <laughs> well, you know, Clover won the first fight, and it was kind of obvious. <laughs> All right, B-Ray. So this Saturday night, Las Vegas, Nevada, you got Vasily Lomachenko, the three division world champ. First is the newly crowned IBF champ, Tiafima Lopez. So they're going to be fighting, from what I'm reading, for the WBO, WBA, and IBF. And the guess the WBC franchise title belt? Apparently, if I remember the rules, it doesn't apply. Apparently, if Lomachenko wins, he is undisputed. But if Tiafima Lopez wins, he's, he's just... Really un- he's- He's he gets just one belt for to be. He, get, he gets a shot at Devin Haney, who is right. the, who's now the, the champion of that division, but not really the champ because, Lomachenko's the champ. He's the exactly. WBC champ, and he's not obligated to fight for mandatories. Can't yeah. And then Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell's fighting for the interim WBC belt. Yes. But if Teofimo Lopez wins, he gets a shot at Devin Haney. 
But if Ryan Garcia, the winner of Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell win, they get a shot at Devin Haney or Lomachenko. Or does Lomachenko fight Devin Haney? And then if he wants, he can fight the winner of Luke Campbell, Teofimo Lopez. Um, this is hurting my brain. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it actually. It, I think I got scared. I think I got a rash just thinking about it. <laughs> so, B-Ray, this is the fight oh. that me and you have been clamoring for since, since last December when Teofimo Lopez knocked out Richard Comey in the Knock second round of a fucking punch that basically was who landed first? Teofimo did. Right. We've been asking for this fight. We didn't think it was going to happen during COVID. Bob Barham, ESPN, done a phenomenal job getting this fight done. It's getting done. Like I said in the opener, they've done a great job promoting this fight. I am hyped up. Mr. Lou's hyped up. Escaleto's hyped up. This, had a, this has a fight uh, pay-per-view feel. It does. It kind of feels like the two best of that division. Kind of makes me feel that way. It does. It does. It has two and has two of the best in that division fighting each other. Now, I'm pulling up the division right now. Hold on. You know, if you want to talk a little bit before. I'm- no, definitely. I, I do. And let me tell you something. I remember last year, I think even before the fight in December, man, everyone was actually mentioning this fight. But they kept saying, I don't know. I think this Lopez kid, Lopez kid's too green. He's too green. Now, I think one of the questions is, I think there's two questions, man. Is, it, is, he, is he still too green? Or do you prove to everybody, I'm not really green. I, I am the goods. And I can step in with the best. Uh, 15 fights. 15 fights, 11 knockouts. Is um, Teofimo Lopez. Teofimo Lopez on ESPN is ranked the number two best lightweight in the world. Mm-hmm. Of course, Vasily Domachenko, by many, is regarded the best pound-for-pound fighter. He is ranked the number one fighter in the lightweight division. Um, you're right. I think people, that's kind of what's going into this Saturday night, is that they think Teofimo Lopez is too green. That experience will play a big factor in, in Saturday night's fight. That this is, quote-unquote, what uh, Canelo Mayweather. There was, it was too soon, too early for Canelo to fight Mayweather. We saw what happened. Teofimo Lopez has said, fuck all that. No, it ain't. I'm ready for this fight. Teofimo uh, Lopez Sr. said, in 15 fights, we'll become world champion. In our 16th fight, we will beat Lomachenko and become undisputed champion. They have a confidence going into the Saturday night. Big confidence, especially coming from his dad. Lomachenko has the same swagger. It's another fight, another fighter. Right. The animosity, to my club. The animosity is there, though. There is. Even though Lomachenko kept saying, I don't know why he does, but fuck it. No, for Loma, the, he, Loma can say, I don't have no animosity. But when you make quotes going, you know, in my country, when you speak my like country. that, <laughs> you get pumped to the mouth for that. Mm-hmm. Or quotes like, if I get the opportunity to hurt him, I am going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Those, that means that Teofilo Lopez Sr. and Jr. are doing a good job getting under your skin. Must be pissed to get him off. Because I have not heard Lomachenko speak like that about any opponent. Like, if I get him no, off, any opponent. Yeah, nobody. Now, it's a good fight. It's a good fight because, like I said, you got two of the best fighters in the division. Lomachenko, which I've always given him credit. I don't think the same credit as everyone else does because I'm not, I'm not on this guy's dick about um, his style. 
You mean like the people that were commenting on our picture on that? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tiafima Lopez. I've told people I've had my eye on this kid for the last three years. Yeah. Remember, B-Ray, I told you, hey, look out for this kid. Yeah, he did. I'm glad he, he pointed out for me. I pointed him out. Like, I want to make sure that, that I'm the one that saw him. And I told B-Ray, hey, look out for this kid. You know, it's Tiafima Lopez. And B-Ray was very like, ah, all right, all right, all right. I kept telling him and telling him. I think, I think B-Ray finally saw an undercard when he was on. He shined. He really did. And he has that it factor. You saw it. That attitude, man. I don't know. I just I fucking love that. What we saw on the two documentaries on blood, sweat, and, blood, sweat, and tears. <clears throat> he has this attitude on him. This kind of like it, it. It's kind of borderline cocky, but at the same time, not cocky. In my view, if things go well, that's gonna make him money. Yeah, I feel like it, but I feel like it's going in the right direction so far. Yes. I think they've done a good job painting him. They're not painting him as the villain, though. That's something I like top rank production. No, I don't think so. They painted him as almost as the as the guy, as the young lion versus the old lion. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, But it is kind of like that. To me, it is the young lion versus old lion. But it's also, how can I say it? New school versus old school. Yeah. Lomachenko has that kind of 400 amateur fights, kind of comes in that era of like, I want to fight everybody. And here's this Lopez kid who's kind of like in the same category as, like I said, um, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Tank. They come from the social media age where they may, they've made their popularity not through the rings, even though the, you know much of it is from that. But through social media, through the memes, yeah. through the way they promote themselves. Joey Testor said, if you win this fight, and I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, you would become the face of the new generation, of the new era of boxing. I believe that. Yeah. Because he said it. He becomes a star if he wins. If he wins this Saturday night, he literally sets himself apart. From the Devin Haney's, the Tank Davis's, the Ryan Garcia's of the world. He sets himself apart. And mm-hmm. he becomes the face of this new generation of fighters that are coming up. I fucking agree. I agree totally. Lomachenko wins. He puts himself in the category as a first ballot Hall of Famer. And possibly the one of the best pound for pound fighters of this era right now. Because this is a, a, a good opponent. I think you're right. I think that this will probably change our rankings on the pound for pound list. I think so. Especially when you have on my list, the number one pound for pound fighter, Terrence Crawford fight guys like Kel Brook. And you have Lomachenko fighting Teofimo Lopez. And depending how that outcome goes, that put him, that puts him number one. Yeah. It In does. My list. In I my actually list. agree. I agree. So be ready. What's up, honey dick in the crowd? Let's get into it. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah. Do you want to go first or should I? Uh, no, I'll go first, man. I'll go first. So, be With my predictions. This, this Saturday night, who you got? Man, going back and forth of, of two outcomes. Lomachenko just uh, boxes him and makes him quit. But honestly, man, I'm leaning <laughs> I'm leaning towards a little slightly on Teofuma Lopez this Saturday night, man. I really think I'm it's really between a decision 
or a late round stoppage, man, takes him out towards the very end. He may say he probably take him out early. I don't. I think that both of them are in pretty for a long night, in my opinion. I really do believe uh, Lope, this Lopez kid is really, really you know, rough him up. And, and I, I do believe him. And I do think he's going to be successful on that. You know, again, I keep being wrong. And I've been wrong so many fucking times. But I'm going to say, fuck it. I'm going to go with Lopez this Saturday night. I'm going to go for this guy. So and decision, actually, knockout, which would you? I'm going to say knockout. Fuck it. I'm going to say I'm, I'm leaning towards a little bit on the knockout. Keep telling me Late he knocks it. out with Sidi Lomachenko. I think he rubs him up, yeah, to the very end. Wow. I think at the end he probably get him. In the beginning, no. At the beginning, he's going to be tricky. Lomachenko's a tricky fucker. <clears throat> I know he is. And I think Lopez is going to have just a little bit of trouble. But I'm confident in this guy that he's, he's going to figure him out. And I think he's just going to chop him down. And, and that's just how I see it, really. That's what I'm leaning towards a little bit on. The scale is just a little bit on Lopez. That's just my opinion. Again, I still I still like to think Lomachenko will do his magic like he always does. But I believe in this kid. I believe in this Lopez kid, man. Um, I'm not saying this. And honestly, I, and I'm not saying just because I am rooting for this guy. I'll admit it. If you ask me who you're really rooting for, I'm rooting for Lopez. Who do I think is going to win? Slightly, most likely, Lopez. There you go, folks. Abira has... Late round stoppage, Tiafima Lopez stops Vasily Lomachenko. Yes. And I know you are fucking laughing. I mean, who knows? We'll see who's laughing Saturday night. So, this weekend, I was watching Lomachenko's fight against Luke Campbell and Jorge Linares. And I saw Richard Comey. that fight in this week? Whatever? I said, I, I wish I do want to watch that fight oh. again this week before the main event, yeah. And I saw... Um, Richard Comey versus Tiafima Lopez, and I forgot, I think, Diego... Oh, my God, I forgot the name. The, mm-hmm. two, the almost two notable fights he's won. And I took those fights. I Is devised, that the last fight he, he was in, Lopez? Second to last fight, Lopez. Did. Last fight, okay. I want to check that one out, okay. Um, I devised the game plan in my own way, like if I was their trainer, if I was their fight, if I had the attributes these guys have, how would I fight them? Um, Lopez gets hit a lot easy. I noticed that he gets hit a couple times, you know, he, his measuring of distance sometimes is off in the early rounds, you know, his power starts taking over <clears throat> later on. He finally finds his rhythm. He's able to counter punch and we see those knockouts. Um, his last fight, I felt he got hit uh, a couple times clean that I could see Lomachenko doing it, but I could see Lomachenko peppering him. More often than <laughs> I think Comey did in two rounds. With Vasily, a little bit. With Vasily Lomachenko, I think they're, he's kind of a product of his own. Uh, he's his worst own enemy. What I mean is when you saw the Lenars fight, he was beating Lenars. Beating him. He was cruising to a decision. And I feel like when he gets into that rhythm, like, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. Like, oh, I got this in the bank. Like, there's nothing this guy can do no more because I've seen everything he's going to do. He got caught. You know, Lenars floored him. I don't think it was the hardest shot Lenars can throw because I've seen Lenars hit somebody hard flush. I think it was just a shot that that I feel that when Lomachenko... Didn't coming. He didn't see coming. I think he was kind of like too... I think he went on autopilot. Lomachenko has a habit of going on autopilot a lot. He did it in the Pedraza fight. The, the, yeah, Pedraza fight. Mm-hmm. Even though he beat him from pillar to post, 
he gets in these moments where I think he just he's he's admiring everything he's doing. He's, yeah. And goes on cruise control. He did it with Luke Campbell. Um, the first early rounds, Luke Campbell was giving him trouble with the range. Vasily found the found the a rhythm, got into it, and I feel he got kind of like to a point where like, oh, there's nothing this guy can do. I've already I've already seen everything this guy's gonna do to me. Luke Campbell hit him uh, with a nice cross and a body shot. Yeah, that a lot of I'll say this: Luke Campbell's the only fighter that literally took the fight to Lomachenko to the body. And I and, um, I'm gonna say this key a uh, key to victory for uh, for Tiafimo Lopez is targeting the body in the inside. And I love a good body shots. Yes, I do but see that. Lomachenko, he's great foot movement, great placement of the punches. His only flaw is he's too good to the point where he kind of gets bored and he goes on autopilot. You can't afford to go on autopilot with a young puncher like Teofimo Lopez. He cannot, no. And I don't know if that's what the Lopez camp is expecting. Maybe, hey, we're going to lose the early rounds. It's kind of in the – when it goes later in the rounds, I think Lomachenko, like I said, he gets into this kind of like, oh, I've seen everything this guy has to do now. I'm good. And he kind of slips, and, the, so and he can't good. afford that. He probably gets bored of the rhythm, I guess. Not bored of the I, rhythm. I, I, I just I, I, think mm-hmm. he gets into. I get it. Like he gets into this like, I've seen everything you got. Yeah. Okay. You 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 you're not you're not faster than me. Uh, I've measured you. You you can't hit me with your hard shot. Like he gets into this like, I've seen everything you got. You got nothing for me. I'm just gonna, you know, hit, do this, do that. You know. Okay. If I get the knockout, that's good. If I don't, I don't. That type of stuff. He's done it in recent fights. But in recent fights, he's had to fight bigger men. Pedraza, Luke Campbell, he's had to chop these guys down. But he's also put himself in harm's way. Pedraza's landed a couple shots on him. Luke Campbell landed shots on him. He has to chop these fighters down more then he's had to chop down anybody else in the lighter weight classes. Mm-hmm. The lighter in the lighter weight classes, he was making fuckers quit, or he was TKOing them. Here, he's having to chop these guys down, but also have to be in there with them longer. Yeah. Going into that, I think uh, this will be the first time Teofimo Lopez is seeing a fighter of Lomachenko's caliber, a guy who can dart it in and out, good head movement. Good placement of punches. Foot movement for Vasily Domachenko is excellent. But also, this is the first time that Vasily Domachenko is seeing a fighter of, of, the, le- of the skill level of a, uh, of a Teofimo Lopez. Teo- Teofimo Lopez can box. We haven't seen him do it, but the kid can box. Mm-hmm. But he can punch. Punch like a motherfucker, yeah. He punches like a mule, kicks like a mule. This guy punches like a mule. He hits hard. So I think both guys are gonna see something they've never seen before in in their in their short fights. Now I know people are going, well, you know, Vasily Lomachenko fought 400 amateur fights. Yeah, you you've seen every style, but that's the amateur. These are the pros. Yeah, <laughs> that's different. So I think both guys are gonna see something new from each other. I think both guys are have never fought a fighter of of uh what they're gonna experience on Saturday night. That's my thing. Yeah. Experience is gonna be key. Vasily Lomachenko has been in the championship rounds a couple times. 
his fight against uh, Orlando Salido basically baptized him and how you need to fight championship rounds. You can't just fucking, you can't just coast on him. You got to literally dig deep to get him. And he did it, but he still lost. But he's been 12 rounds. Tiafima Lopez has not had to face the adversity when you're down on the cards. What are you going to do mm-hmm. when you're down on the scorecards? When you know all you, all you need a knockout, how is he going to react? That is going to play a factor Saturday night because he's going to lose rounds. He's going to lose rounds, B-Ray. How will, he, how will he mentally cope with that? Because let's say you lose the first three rounds. Okay, cool, whatever, man. First three rounds, I can bounce back. Three rounds turn into six rounds. Six rounds turn into nine rounds. By that time, you're in the championship rounds. All you know, you're, what you're going to need is a knockout now. Can you pull it off when you've lost the first 10 rounds probably? Probably, yeah. How are you going to do it is a question. Will he rise to the occasion or will he fold under the pressure? That's something we're going to see. Does he have the power? Yes. Is it going to be easy for him to find Lomachenko? Maybe, maybe not. Now, I know people are going to get to the point, who are you going for? <laughs> I've, I've had my thought. And as much as I love uh, Teofimo Lopez, as much as I've been, I've been critical of Vasily Lomachenko's, uh, of uh, the praise, I want to make that known. I've been critical of the praise this guy's getting. I mean, yeah, that's one of the things Lopez hates, he says, yeah. <clears throat> They're putting him out there. Yeah, exactly. The praise that Lomachenko's getting is that he's a god. He's a good fighter. I don't know about great. We'll see Saturday night against Teofimo Lopez how great he can be. Because I think Teofimo Lopez is on his... Teofimo Lopez is on... He needs to win. He, yeah, of all the shit he's saying, yes. Yes, he needs to win. I think For Lomachenko... I'm going to do one little thing. Teofimo needs to win. He needs to win this fight. There's no, there's no way around it. He needs to win it. So he's hungry for this win. For Lomachenko, this is more of a, okay, it's another belt. It's another, it's another, it's another prize for me on yeah, in my trophy. Another case. opportunity. Yep. Yeah. I think when you're a guy that's won so much, I don't think the like, oh, it's whatever. It's, it's another day. I'm clocking and going to work. For <laughs> yeah. TFM, this is his opportunity. So I, but saying all that, this Saturday night. I got Vasily Lomachenko winning by split decision. I think think Teofimo Lopez is good, but he hasn't had the rounds, nor has had the championship experience to be in there with a guy like Lomachenko. I think this is going to be Lomachenko's most toughest fight since Orlando Salido. I think Teofimo Lopez might stun Lomachenko hurt him, but I don't think he can finish him. And that's going to be the experience that's going to fuck that's going to fuck Teofimo Lopez up, because when when he hurt Comey, he knocked him down. Comey got up. Comey was in shaky legs. Mm-hmm. Teofimo Lopez just smothered his own punches. Was just fucking wailing at him. A guy like Lomachenko, when you had him hurt, you got to fucking corner him. You got to. You gotta be a you gotta be a good finisher. I don't think he can finish him, and I think that's what's gonna save Lomachenko in this fight. 
I think Lomachenko's going to win. I think he's going to dart in, in and out, foot movement galore. I think this is going to be the fight. I don't think Lomachenko's going to stand toe-to-toe with them. I think Lomachenko's going to dart in, in and out. I think there are going to be a couple moments where Teofimo Lopez catches him coming in or catching him coming out. I think he's going to have him hurt. I just don't think Teofimo Lopez has the experience to put a, put up to take out a guy of Lomachenko's caliber. Mm-hmm. My opinion. No, I'm hoping I'm wrong. Course. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm a big Loma fan. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Teofimo for Lopez fan, but I'm, I'm basing my prediction on experience. I believe that experience is going to play key. I think Lomachenko is going to get hurt. And I think what's going to save him is his experience to survive in the fight. Yeah. I think, What's gonna kill Teofimo Lopez is his inexperience, and I think because of that, Lomachenko wins by split decision, mm-hmm. very split decision. Yeah, I won't even I won't even be surprised if it ends in a draw. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm saying it. Yeah, split decision. Vasily um, Lomachenko wins. Then mark my words, I am not surprised if this ends in a draw. I think both guys, let's be honest, Lomachenko has not seen the type of fighter that Teofimo Lopez is, and Teofimo Lopez has not seen a fighter of Lomachenko's caliber. Both guys are going to, for the first time ever, are going to see something new Saturday night. And what's going to make the difference is experience. That's my prediction. So that's, if one you're, the, that's one of the things people are saying, too. If you're a betting man, if you're a betting man, bet, be, go on B-Rich prediction, late round stoppage. He's a he's a, a three to one underdog. So if you bet on you know hundred bucks, you're gonna win three hundred. I think so. I don't yeah. know. Don't quote me on this. And of course, Vasily's a heavy fucking favorite. Heavy favorite for sure. But that's my prediction. I can't wait though. I can't wait. I fucking can't wait too, man. We're like halfway there. We're halfway there, and I'm very excited for that. Obviously, I have no plans for this weekend, especially for Saturday. Fuck no, man. I'm watching that fight. Well, I'm recording it right here. I'm a DVIR that motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch it at um at a um Theogos house. Then I'm a DVR. So when as soon as I'm done, I'm coming back. And depending how fucked up I am, I might hit you up to do a reaction <laughs> video, or we might do a reaction video on Sunday. We, uh, we might, really, yeah. yeah, we might just give you guys a quick depending. heads up. Depending, yeah, depending. Mm-hmm. But again, reiterating, B-Ray has Tiafima Lopez winning by late round stoppage. I got Vasily Lomachenko winning by split decision. That's the way we got it. Mm-hmm. If you guys agree, disagree, we'd love to hear you guys' reaction. We are going to have the poll up starting on Friday. Yeah, we'll say Friday. Friday night, maybe Saturday morning, who you guys think is going to win, um, how they're going to win, knockout split decision, all that. So we're going to have – literally, we're going to go balls out this weekend. So starting <laughs> Friday, we're going to go balls out right. on, uh, on promoting this fight and promoting our page too. All right, fuck yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, that is the – Basically, the end of the episode. We gave you guys yeah. a prediction. We gave you guys some boxing news. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, below the description of this episode is all the social media platforms you guys can find us on. Don't forget to go into the Rambling Network store, buy a GMB Ray boxing t-shirt. If you do, before you check out, enter promo code RAMBLE so you guys can get free shipping for the month of October. You heard it again. Promo code is RAMBLE. You guys get you guys get free shipping. B Ray, is there anything else you want to add before we leave? Oh man, just want to say thanks, man. Listen to this episode, and we definitely will be back soon. Of course, next week, maybe again this Sunday, 
or next mm-hmm. week, of course, you know, tell you the results of the fight of the main event, Lopez versus Lomachenko. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Well, I'm going to record yeah. it. I mean, I'm, we might end up watching it right here behind the screen and, you know, do a little breakdown. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But right. Who knows? Yeah. Don't forget to follow B-Ray on B-Ray 89 on his, box, on his uh, personal page where he has wrestling and boxing. Don't forget to follow the Rambling Alcoholics podcast, the Lady Instincts podcast. Overall, follow the Rambling Network to get all the great shows the Rambling Network mm-hmm. has to offer. On that, folks, have a good fight weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Drink responsibly. And uh, like the wrestling enthusiast says, wash your ass. Yeah, please. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.